Welcome to the Underestimate Me podcast, a podcast for online entrepreneurs who are ready to change the way they do social media and online business to see real results. I'm your host, Brittany Jones, social media marketer, business coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur. And I'm on a mission to help you simplify this whole social media thing, get the tips you truly need to see results, and light your heart on fire so you can build your success story and show the naysayers what you're really made of. Why don't you go ahead and underestimate me? That'll be fun. Are you ready? (laughs) Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with Angelica from her very own fitness nutrition coaching program, and she's the creator of Fit for Life, a transformation program to help women lose weight, reach their fitness goals, and become mentally and physically strong. She created this program from her own journey and experiences with her own weight loss. And you guys, I am so excited to chat with her today because I know there are so many of you on this call that feel like you're busy in business and busy in your professional lives. And this is exactly what she deals with you guys. So we're going to get into some good juicy stuff today, but welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. Super excited to chat with you and get to know your audience a little bit and hopefully they have a bunch of questions for us. So yeah, excited to get started. I am so excited that you're here. So we're going to start off with my typical icebreaker questions. I feel like these are a little fun to just get us into the flow of things here. So I want you to finish these sentences for me. I have seen every episode of... Oof. (laughs) Mm, Probably Seinfeld. Really? Okay. I feel like people are either like Seinfeld or friends. People. I was going to say, I was going to say friends. And I think I was also going to say fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. So so good. I love that. Random. (laughs) Actually, I think that's on Netflix again. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh my gosh. I love that show. Yeah. Really good throwback. Okay. People say I look like. I've gotten Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And then I've also got like Sarah Jessica Parker because my hair is like that crazy curly blonde-ish. Okay. I, I can see the Jennifer Aniston too though, actually. Really? Okay. That. And that's a yeah. good compliment. I think yeah, no, I'm not complaining. Not complaining. <laughs> I'll say either one of them. They're very cute. It's fine. Totally. Jennifer Aniston looks really freaking good recently. Did you see? I saw her on some magazine. She looked amazing. Like, she doesn't an age. Like what? It's crazy. She just on Instagram too. And she like blew up Instagram when she got her account. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, you know, I don't really follow many celebrities on Instagram because I'm like, eh, whatever. That's so funny. She was like, she got it and she was making all these puns about friends and it was actually kind of funny. Oh, oh interesting. <laughs> okay. I'm currently addicted to. Dark chocolate. So good. <laughs> So does that mean we can have that in our meal plans? You can. Yeah. I believe in, I believe in flexible dieting. So yes, you can have dark chocolate. You can have a glass of wine. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say the show we were watching, but if I had to choose, it would be, um, it'd be dark chocolate. Oh my God. I love it. Okay, good. The last text I sent was. To my assistant coach this morning saying, thanks, love. I'll take a look. Cause she was oh, pointing something out to me on oh Facebook. Yeah. So nice. Okay. And last one, I wish I was living in. Well, I wish I was living in Hawaii, but we're moving there in January. So yeah, we just, we're kind of bored with Southern California. We've been, I've been here for six years and because you know, my program, my business is online, I can work from anywhere. So I just, Mm -hmm. I love being warm, obviously. Um, I'm originally from New York. 
So people might hear that accent come through, but some originally from New York moved to California. And now I'm kind of like, we're like, oh, we're, we're ready for change. So. Okay. So what part of Hawaii are you going to move to? Maui. I was just in Maui. I don't Which know. Which part? Um, okay. I'm going to butcher. Yeah, I did see your pictures. Yeah, yeah pictures. I'm going to butcher the, the names of the cities. I don't even want to attempt it. Um, Wailea? Wailea. Yeah, we're going to move near there. You were in Maui, yeah. So you were in Wailea. So Wailea is kind of touristy, but it's my favorite area in Maui. But yeah. like right outside of Wailea, there's some cute towns. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll be over there. Oh my gosh, so you'll be like right near the ocean. Like Maui's so tiny, you guys. You can drive from like one side to the other. Oh yeah, totally. And I've done that when I'm when I've stayed there. If it's raining on one side of the island, you can be like, okay, let's just pack a bag and go to the other side. It's probably sunny, so yes, yeah, it's fine. Oh my gosh, Maui is so beautiful. It's been one of my yeah. favorite trips. It's uh, yeah, I've been there a million times. And like last time we went, I was like, would you live here? To my boyfriend, he's like, yeah. And that was his first time, and he said yes. And I was like, then we just kind of came home and. First, we were like, okay, we'll move in two years. Then we're like, we'll move in three years. Then we're like, no, let's just move next year. <laughs> what, oh my what are we waiting for? That's the, that's the beauty of like running online businesses. And I feel like that's something that you just couldn't do 10 years ago. Like that just no. still wasn't a thing. No. Well, even last, uh, like over a year and a half ago when I was just straight up doing in-person training, private personal training and help, helping my clients with nutrition, but I was seeing them, you know, I was helping them meal prep. I was visiting their houses and that's, you know, you have to be obviously in person for that. I would have never thought like, Oh, I could just pick up and move to Hawaii. But yeah. But I can kind of explain why I started fit for life. We could get into that. You know what? That's the perfect segue into it. Cause I was going to go okay. okay. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how long you've been in business for how you got started. Like what led you to this point? Okay. Um, I'll do it as briefly as possible. So let's like go back 10 years. I was overweight, like 30 pounds overweight. I'm only five, two and a half. So that's a lot on a smaller frame as well. So I went through my own personal journey of losing weight, transforming. I, I had a coach at the time. Um, and it's amazing how they show you how strong you really are. So I felt really compelled after my weight loss journey to help other women. And I was like, I was doing medical sales at the time. And I was like, and I can relate to those, the busy professional woman because I was in that field, like taking people out to dinners all the time, working crazy hours. Like you get really drained. And I wasn't focusing on my health at all. The second I got my coach and I made that shift, I lost the weight. I felt so much better and so compelled to help other women. So I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer and I'm going to move to California because I'm sick of New York because I hate the cold. So I literally just like moved from New York, California without a job lined up. I left my medical sales career. Um, which was very lucrative, very booming, but I was just like, I'm done. I want to help other people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I went to Equinox Gym. Are you familiar? I don't know. They don't have them in Toronto, but it's very. But we have listeners all over North America. Right. So, yeah. So Equinox, you guys know, is a huge gym, um, a huge chain. So I came to the one in Southern California, one of them, and I was like, hey, never did training before in person, but just got certified and I really want to help people. And they hired me. They like took a chance on me. Worked my way up there, went private from there after like four and a half years of being in Equinox, which is a long time to last at a gym. And then after being private for like a few months, I was like, this just isn't fulfilling. Like I want to help people on a different level and all over the world. Like I don't want to be confined to California, Hermosa Beach, you know? So I have the certifications. I'm certified. I have two nutrition certifications. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm pre-postnatal certified. So how all these certs that could be applied to so many different types of women. Um, so yeah, I decided to do an online program, which I had, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, I'm just going to start this. I joined a business Academy, helped me develop it. And then, yeah, just started marketing myself online and 
there you go. So I, I created the name Fit for Life. And it doesn't mean just physically fit. It means mentally fit too, because that's a big proponent of my program. Yes, I give my clients workouts and they're tailored, but that's a very small portion of what creates a transformation. As you know, if you don't change the inside, the outside won't ever change. So it's really about changing your habits, changing your mindset around nutrition, around your daily routines, around your busy, crazy life, uh, all those things. So that's how Fit for Life was born. And I've been doing fit. So I've been in the industry for 10 years, but Fit for Life is just like a year and a half with that program. Okay. So I have so many questions now that you've said this. Like for one, we've been talking about this so much on the podcast lately that it's not just about strategy alone. You need the mindset. Like if if you were to hand someone over the 12-week plan right now and that was it, would you say that, you know, without the mindset stuff, if they were just given the meal plan and just the workouts to go do, would the percentage be high of people not completing it or, you know, like failing within the first beginning parts of it? Yeah. I would say if we just, if I just did like, here's your meal plan, um, here's your workouts, they'll do it, but they won't have powerful results because they're not going to do it consistently. They're probably going to half-ass it a little bit. And the other part, so that's a strategy, right? But there's mindset and accountability. So those are the three major components of the coaching program because we give them the strategy, the strategy that's like no brainer. They just literally have to do the workouts and the meal prep, right? <clears throat> but then the other part besides the mindset coaching calls is actually having coaches hold the girls accountable. So besides me, I have two assistant coaches and we're checking in on the girls. We're making sure that they're doing their workouts or logging their food. So that's a bit, it, they, all three really have to go together, but I do think like mindset and, and accountability at the end of the day are like the number one thing and that community, right? You know, you know, mm-hmm. the community is huge. So. so would you say like the mindset things that are coming up initially for your clients when you first start working through it, like what are the common mindset hurdles people are overcoming as they start this journey to lose weight and in- integrate it into like a really busy life? Okay. That's a funny question because a lot of times when I interview women, I ask them, where do they find they struggle? Is it mindset, accountability, or strategy? And they're all like, probably strategy, right? (laughs) So everyone's like, you know, because I really don't know, I don't have a good workout plan and I know I should eat better, but I don't know macros. And they like go on this long tangent, like probably strategy. And I'm like, okay, two weeks in, two coaching calls in, it's all about mindset. Like, I'm like, wow. So, and I remind them, I'm like, you, you really felt on your interview call before you got accepted that you were having trouble with strategy and maybe a little bit of accountability, but can you see how now it's really mindset? And the things that come up with mindset are feelings of overwhelm, right? Because they're very, very busy, right? A lot of them are high performers, whether they're CEOs, lawyers, busy nurses, and a lot of them have families. A lot of, a lot of women I work with, they have kids or they're maybe single moms. So they're just very, very busy. So it's a feeling of not the mindset thing of like, I don't even know where to start that like severe feeling of overwhelm. And then also there's the emotional eating aspects, right? Like they don't really understand like why they can't be consistent. So it's really digging deep in. Every person is different. You know, someone may not be consistent because they're just, they're not used to putting themselves first and they have a family and it's really just kind of hitting it over the head with them over and over. Like you can do this. You need to put yourself first and explaining to them why. So there's, I mean, yeah, it's hard to, there's a lot of mindset things that come up, but those are the ones that stick out. Like the feeling of overwhelm, not knowing how to balance, not putting themselves first, not really understanding why they need to put themselves first because in order to thrive in their business, their health needs to be optimal. Absolutely. In order to be a good wife or a good partner, you need to feel better, right? In order to be a good mom, you need to feel better. So it's just those constant mindset reminders. Um, And then some of the things we talk about on our mindset coaching calls would would be like, um, just like your words create your reality. We do a lot of that stuff. I'm really big into Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass. I use that a lot. 
um, mm-hmm. for my coaching call. So a lot of, a lot of positive mindset stuff, affirmations, feelings of abundance, things like that. That's more like from a group perspective. I love that. So if someone was looking to get started on their journey right now, what would be the number one mindset tip you have for them as they get rolling here? Take baby steps. Mm. And there's no quick fix. You're not going to transform years and years worth of bad habits overnight. And I tell women who come into my program, my initial program is three months. And then they have the option for six months after that. Some women go straight to six months. That's okay. But I, I warn them and I, I'm very real with them. You're not going to transform all your habits in three months. Like you've built these up since you were a kid, you know what I mean? Like cravings and things like that, that comes from our parents giving us a treat when we, when we had good grades, right? Or if you're upset, we get a treat. And that's why we have these patterns. Um, but I just really, I tell people to take baby steps, even when they enter my program and you're not going to change overnight, not even in three months. It takes a long time. Why do you feel it is that we feel like we just all of a sudden want to overhaul everything in our health? You know, like, it's like, I feel like every single time I do this myself or with other people, we go from zero to 60. Like, it's like, we're either doing nothing or we're like trying to do it all at once. I think people reach a breaking point and they haven't learned how to find balance. And that's what, and and that's our culture is so, that's our culture. Quick fix. Grab the cell phone, Google, what's the best thing to do for a booty workout, right? So we are just, it's our culture. Unfortunately, I don't think years ago they were like this, but I think that our culture these days is just always looking for a quick fix, the best shake, the best pill, the waist belt that makes you sweat, whatever it is, we're always looking for that quick fix. So because that people haven't developed sustainable, consistent habits over time. And then it leads them to what you just said. All of a sudden one day they're like, F, I hate how I feel. I can't, I can't, none of my clothes fit me. And that's, you know, that they reach a breaking point. I would like to get people before they reach a breaking point because by the time they reach a breaking point, they're so miserable and they're so deep in. I want to help women who are like, like on the path to being unhealthy, but we can stop that, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's why people do that because it's just, it's our society, it's our culture, it's how we're brought up, that quick fix mentality. Yeah. I see it happen all the time in business too. Like, I feel like that trickles into all areas of life for sure. Oh yeah. I'm always like, when I started my business, I thought, oh my God, I got to do everything. I do everything. It's like, okay, one step at a time. First, let's get a client and then you can build the program as you go. It'll be okay. You just feel, you do. It's that feeling of, I just need to do everything. I'm overwhelmed and I want to get results fast. We all want results fast. We want to, we want to grow a business fast. We want to get the best body fast. We want to feel amazing in a, in a, in a day, you know, just, it's not realistic. Yeah, totally. So, okay. I want to talk about your online business journey and I love that you've been doing this for about a year and a half now, because I feel like a lot of the listeners are in that point where they've started a business. They haven't been around for a long time. What do you wish you had have known a year ago in business that would have helped you? It's a great question. There's so many things. I think, <laughs> um, I think what would have helped me would be to not try to do everything on your own. Mm. Um, even though in the beginning you're not necessarily making a ton of money, I think it's good to start to look at where you need to delegate because what happens in the beginning, you're, yes, you're growing and maybe you don't feel you have like the capital to outsource some stuff, but you're not good at everything. So I think I was trying to do everything in the beginning that I'm not necessarily good at. Like I'm not great with accounting and numbers and like that kind of stuff. You know, I'm good at creating content. I'm good at Facebook lives, things like that, but I'm not necessarily like, I don't know how to run Facebook ads. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's, 
outsourcing and just knowing that it's okay to spend some money on your business to grow it. So if you don't mind sharing with us, like what types of things do you outsource in your business right now? Cause I'm sure a lot of people are thinking like, well, where do I even start with that? Right. So I'll tell you, I have an accountant and then I have a financial planner. Um, and I find the financial planner. He's, I recently got him because I went to Tony Robbins business mastery a few months ago mm-hmm. and they talk, Oh my God. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. They talk, <laughs> so much information like the man. Yeah. Him. And that the business mastery. So if you are newer in business or just even, even if you've been in your, you know, in your business three to five years, it's still a great, it's a great thing to attend. It's, it, there's a a lot of high performance. There's a lot of great information. I think it could help anyone improve their business. Um, so I got a financial planner after that because I realized like, yes, my accountant was showing me like profit and loss, but then I really wasn't like, like putting my money into buckets and saying like, okay, I want to invest in a house. I need to put some money here. And then he shows me literally, he's like, damn, you spend a lot of money on food. <laughs> like just stuff like that. I'm like, well, he's like, I know you work out a lot and you work out more than the average person and you have more muscle than the average person. He's like, but you definitely spend a lot of money on food anyway. So it's just, it's good to be aware of stuff like that. So outsource that. And then I have, um, two assistant coaches. So I started with one, but then as I grew, I realized like, once again, and this is a difference if you're a business owner, owner versus operator. So I was doing too many operational duties, like too much messaging, too much like spreadsheets. So having an assistant coach helped me with those things, checking up on the girls. So I still offer one-on-one coaching calls, especially to the women who are my like elite level program. They can do it. They can schedule a coaching call with me for sure. And they have access to me via text, which is I think a great feature because I literally answer all the time, just not on Sundays. So they have access to me, but something I outsource is like, if it's other than the check-in day with me, one of my assistant coaches handles it, things like that. Um, I've used like Fiverr before to create that ebook. So Mm -hmm. I created the content, but once again, I'm not great at making PDFs. I'm sure I could figure it out, go on Canva, but that it would take me forever. So I've outsourced on Fiverr. I don't have like a virtual assistant. I've used that the it's called Fiverr, right? Yeah. 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 I use it once and the ebook came out great. I would use that woman again. So, um, yeah, but that, those are the things I outsource. Uh, and then marketing, I was paying someone to run my Facebook ads, um, which I would, I would do it again. I would just use someone different. For sure. And for those of you listening that don't know what Fiverr is, it's basically a website where you can go on there and you can search for things that you need help with graphic design, website development, right? Like there's so many landing pages, like eBooks. Yeah. So, I mean, and you just look through and you read the reviews of the people on there and then you could also see some work that they've done. So you can kind of choose however you'd like to look. And the girl was great. She sent it to me and I didn't love some of the photos. So I just sent her some other ones and she plugged it in right away. It was well worth, I think it was 50 bucks. I know so. the, the services are a lot cheaper over there. I find than like, if you're just kind of starting out, like, especially that feeling at the beginning where you feel like you're investing money in so many different places and yeah. you're not sure like where to be spending it. And do you need a logo and all these things start to come up and Fiverr's like been a great resource for me too in that respect. Yeah. I would say, yeah. And people wondering like, Oh, do I need a website? Do I need a logo? It's like, first just start small, like <laughs> just start building up your clientele. Um, I had a website prior from when I was doing personal training. So, but if I didn't, I, that wouldn't have been the first thing I did I agree. Um, because no one's, no one's buying. I've never met a client to this day that was like, yeah, I found your website and then applied. Not one. 
Okay. No, that's I, I, good. I've had the website and it's a really nice website. You guys can check it out. I like it because it, it has some stuff about me and it has testimonials from clients. It describes my program in detail. So if you listen to the, not full detail, but it, pretty much. Um, so if you want to learn a little bit more about like my mission, my coaching program, see some client testimonials, um, you could go to the, to the website, but I've never met a client who said, yeah, I found like found you on your website or like, yeah. So, um, so don't rush to get the website, but definitely, you know, outsource the things I said, like financial planner, accountant, don't try to like figure all that. You'll spin your head. I mean, unless you have a finance background, everyone's different. Um, yeah. If you have a marketing background and that's not something you need help with. Also, like if you're new in business and you've never done sales before, you might want to take a sales course. You might want to get a business coach. For me, I've done sales my whole life. So I did medical sales. I grew up selling sneakers when I was like 16. That was my first job. So like, I've always talked to people. It's like my thing. It's easy for me. So like, yes, the first Facebook live ever I did, I think I was like sweating from every part of my body, <laughs> but I was like <laughs> ridiculous. But now it's like a hop on. I'm like, what's up everybody. So, um, but yeah, but definitely just, you know, use those free platforms to promote yourself. You don't have, I wouldn't spend money on marketing off the bat. I would do as much organic marketing as you can, um, yeah. for at least, you know, the first, I would say one to two years, you can do organic marketing and you can keep finding people online and messaging people and things of that nature. Yeah. I love that you said too, don't do your website first off. Like this is something I say all the time. And I feel like when people are new, sometimes they want to fight me on it, not fight me on it, but they like, they're like, okay. And then they secretly build their website. Oh, it's such a waste of money at first. Oh, one thing I wish I knew, uh, sorry, I forgot. I wish, I wish my original business academy that I was in, which was very great, helped me build my online platform, but they did not stress the importance of an email list. And now that I'm getting more into it, like, you know, a lot, like Jenna Kutcher talks about this a lot, a lot. Everyone talks about building your email list because if Instagram and Facebook disappear, you're effed. Yeah. So I recently started to work on that. I have the, you know, that my free ebook on emotional eating. That's, um, if you, if listeners want that, but like really focus on your email list. Don't forget about that because remember that day when Instagram like went down and people were freaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Build your email list, guys. Build those yes. lists. So yeah, and that's another you do tip. those through things like the free ebook that you have. Right. Like there's lots of different ways you can do it, but for sure, like if those two sites went down, oh my gosh, people right. would probably stroke out in the business world. <laughs> so. Eva would. I mean, I, I have a, a smaller presence on Instagram. My presence is more on Facebook, but still, I mean, if Facebook shut down, I have 3000 friends that potential audience. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know all their names. I don't have all their emails yet. Yeah, totally. So the name of the podcast is obviously the underestimate me podcast. And is there a time where you felt like you really underestimated yourself on this journey or a time where you were underestimated by other people on this journey? And can you share a little bit of that? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. And I like the name of your podcast. Um, I think still to this day, I underestimate myself. I just got a new business coach and that's something I'm working on because even though I'm a coach, I have a coach and I believe in coaches. So I have mindset issues just like everyone else. You know, I sometimes question my ability as a coach or my, you know, is my program good enough? Are they getting enough value? Like, even though I have like 33 clients right now and they're all very happy, like, you know, it's, you still, you question yourself. So mm-hmm. I think just working through that mindset also 
comparing, you can compare yourself. There's a lot of people in the online space, even though it's a newer industry, um, like online coaching, it's, it still seems saturated in a sense. It's weird. So you can compare yourself to people like people that I went to my business, were in my business Academy. You just can do that comparison game. So I think that, uh, working through those mindset things, like not underestimating myself and knowing like, I am good. I built this business up. People love me like every, and there's also, there's enough clients out there for everyone. We're all unique, you know, like someone might re- not resonate with me, but they might resonate with my friend. You know what I mean? So like, it's just it's shifting that mindset. So I think that's something I'm still definitely working through. And I love that you brought up the coach piece because I've said this before too. Like there was a long time where I didn't have a business coach. And the minute I got a business coach, everything changed. And I really believe it goes back to that mindset. Like you're saying of we underestimate ourselves. We feel like a bit of an imposter syndrome as we're watching everyone else in our industry. Like I really think you need someone on your side to help you through that. Totally. You, so you need, you really do. And especially if you're like a busy businesswoman, you need a business coach and then you need a health coach. Like yeah. they cut, co- they can help you in, in two different ways. So, I mean, in, and that's, it's, it's proof, you know what I mean? The accountability, the strategy, the mindset, like we talked about, and they're both going to help you with different things. If you want to grow in your business, you're not, you don't know all, you're not an expert. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like we're not experts. Right. So you need someone to help you with that. And in your health, like I think people think they're experts because they can go Google stuff and go on Pinterest, but um, you're not, as Tony Robbins says, you're not the master of your body if you still have like weight to lose and, or you don't feel good in your own skin. You're not the master of your body. Reality check. So hire someone to help you. So true. So true. So if listeners were wanting to find you, um, we're going to leave the ebook link for your free download in the show notes. So for you guys, if you want to get a hold of her emotional eating guide, we'll leave that all that information for you in the podcast. But where should we go to connect with you to find out more, to get started on our health journeys if we want to do that? Sure. Yeah. Um, we hold interviews for the program. So the first step is to always just apply. So you can go to my website. It's just angelicaventrice.com. Um, or you can find me on Facebook, Angelica Ventrice. I post everything. It's just my personal page. There's like a type form there. And then my Instagram is Ange underscore V as in Victor fit for life. Love it. So Love yeah. It. Okay. Anything else you wanted to share with us today? Um, don't wait till the new year to get started on your health journey. <laughs> yes. So good. Yeah. I mean, I think people get like, oh man, the holidays, I can't get started, but actually it's the best time to get started because if you can tackle your cravings and learn how to eat well during that busy time, the rest of the year will be a breeze. And then also there's always something. So like after Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and there's Valentine's Day, then there's Cinco de Mayo, then there's 4th of July. So stop making the excuse that like the holidays are here. That's, that's, that's just like, it's something that you hear a lot, right? Oh, it's the holidays. I can't wait till the new year. Don't wait. So true. Put yourself first. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here and sharing with us. Like, I appreciate your time. I know that you're busy yourself. So we were so happy to have you on the podcast and you guys make sure you go check out her Instagram account. I'll leave the handle below for you. And thanks for being with us. Thanks, girl. Have a great day. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to this episode. If you could take a second and share this on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, I would be so thankful. Don't forget to hit subscribe. And until next time, get out there and give the haters something good to watch. Why don't you go ahead and underestimate us all? That'll be fun.